Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra. I think this is episode four uh, last week. Uh, a better week for the predictors. Uh, no one scoring under one no one scoring under seven. That was Dan Beeler with seven uh, this week. Uh, me, Dan Cavell, Omar, Stephen, Dan Beeler, Russell and Amari in no particular order go up against each other again, predicting the games from the Sunday League show this week uh, from the OBD SFL, Westfar, the Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Dan Beeler, first of all, bottom of the pile this week with seven. That's a good score any other week. Um, but yeah. but this <laughs> week, some, some, some of yeah. us did really well. The only thing I take... Um, heart from is that I got all the results in my league right. Yeah, that's I got those ones right. They're the most important ones, I think. I've not been doing well in my own league, so I'm quite pleased with that. Yeah, I think it's important to get at least four points in your own league. At least that shows uh, what you're that you half know what you're talking about. Luckily, I did that uh, in the OBD SFL and the Quarter Municipal this week. Uh, Russell uh, getting a, a brilliant. Uh, what's that? Six points in the quarter municipal. He should be the best in that. He he essentially runs the league with a band of um, of committee members. So Russell, you should have done well in your league. Uh, three pointer in the Croydon JFC game, helping you to six points. And Amari, um, four points in the quarter municipal. Let's have a look around. Dan Bieler, yeah, four points in the Southern Sunday. Um, Omar, much better this week, mate. After. Three points the week before. You've tripled your score from the other week. Uh, no wonder you didn't show up last week. Uh, three, three points in the in the predictions the week before, but nine this week. That's pretty good. I've been I've been using a toss of a coin. Seems to work better than using <laughs> stats and research. Just the one oh, point. Cool. Just the one point in your specialist subject though of Westfer, uh, and you got five points in the OBD SFL. So that's pretty good. Um, the highest score um, last week was Dan Cavell with thir- with 15 points, should I say, helped by one three-pointer. That was the Northern Eagles Inter-Belvedere win for Inter-Belvedere 3-2. He got that one bang on. Uh, he also got a clean sweep in the Quota Municipal of four points. Um, so a good week for Dan Cavell. 15 for him, 13 for me. Uh, that's it. I think I've done a lot now this season. I won't get any better than that. Amari and Russell scoring 11 points. Um, Omar, you got nine. Steve, you got eight. And Dan Bieler, seven. I think I think now we're getting into the season a bit more. Ten points needs to be seen as, as pretty decent. That needs to be the, the threshold, doesn't it? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be nice. Uh, so where we are at the moment in terms of leaderboards, uh, I'll have to do some quick math, so bear with me. Dan Cavell leading the way with 27 points. I don't know what this is out of, and I'm not going to track that, but he has got 27 points from three weeks. Um, Russell, 24 points from three weeks. Uh, me next with 21. Uh, then Stephen. Uh, no, no. Then Amari. Sorry, mate, I told you. I'm not, uh, Amari with 19. Stephen with 18. And Omar with 17. Luckily, Making it not five points for a bang on is is and making it free this season um, is actually keeping it um, sensible. No one's really running away with it yet, and that's 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 the whole idea of the idea of that. Dan Cavell not with us just yet. I don't know whether he will. Um, so at the moment, I'm just going to read out his scores. If he joins us on the meeting, uh, he can. He's more than welcome. Let's start with um, the Quota Municipal this week. Let's go in the order. Um, of the Sunday League show, uh, I know Amari has to get has to be off of the call, um, pretty sharpish. So let's start with the Quota Municipal um, League. Four games as usual, as we spoke about um, on the podcast on Tuesday that went out. Uh, the first game, Cobbs against Bosjam, uh, and we know Cobbs have had some admin problems, Russell, um, but they've got twenty four players uh, registered now, so there's no reason for them not to play this game on on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think you alluded to it on the other show. It will probably kick off about half 11 or something like that, but at least they'll play. <laughs> you got a packed a packed Cody Hall on, on Sunday. You need this one kicking off on time, didn't you? 
Yeah, no, this one's at Pearly Way. Oh, okay. So, yeah, luckily, it'd be all right. <laughs> uh, so the predictions this week. Dan Cavell has gone 2-1 to Bosjam. I'll read his ones out first while he's not around. But boys, in the quarter municipal, Amari, maybe, give us a bit of uh, analysis on this one. Two teams. Uh, Cobbs haven't played a game yet. Uh, Bosjam have. Um, where do you see this one going? Um, because they've got my odd goalkeeper and also Rogers, our goalkeeper from when we played him at MMFC, he's prone to making a few mistakes. So, I know that Bosjam, they're very good going forwards. So that's why I've gone 4 0 because I think it's just going to be too much. 4 0. Fair enough. Russell? Uh, I went 2 0, but I think that's purely because Bosjam have played games and Cobbs haven't. I, I do think. The following week in the cup, they might might be a bit of a closer game, to be honest. Okay, I'm not sure if the game's going to make two weeks in a row to predict for us, so we'll we'll uh, we'll think about this week. I've gone for two one. Just think it's going to be a close game, but uh, Boz Jam with the extra minutes in the legs that could be more comfy for them. Uh, as I said, Dan Cavell game with the same result. Uh, Stephen, have you got a stat for us? Uh, not yet. I'm uh, I'm biding my time with it this week. I'm going to make you wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for an uneducated guess of 2-1 to Cobbs. I did see that they hadn't played a game yet, so um be a surprise element from them a bit. But um yeah, gone 2-1 Cobbs. Uh, Omar, Pat, what what uh, head what side did the coin fall on for this one? Uh 2-1 to Cobbs. I looked at it. I see that they had two games uh, walkovers, so I thought now they're finally going to get a game on. They're going to be up for it. They should be fresh, shouldn't they at least. Um but uh, I'm sure it all all the minutes uh, spent in pre-season or in league games so far will be will be a massive uh, difference this week. Perhaps let's see. We've been wrong before. Dan Bela, last one. Uh, yeah, I looked at the table and saw played two, lost two with a zero goal difference, and it baffled me completely for a while. Um, so <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had a look at their games. I put, a, as you know, Andrew, I put a walkover again, didn't I? Three nil. So yeah, I'm just going to say three nil to Boz Jam. Rather than a walkover, because it sounds like they've got a team together now. Yeah. Um, Bosdam, a long-standing team uh, in the Quirtum Lisbon. Cobbs, they've been around for a little while, haven't they, Russell? Yeah, probably as long as Bosdam, to be oh, honest. Oh, OK. Fair enough. Yeah. They do have a lively uh, lino, though. So if it does get tight, if we do get around the 2-0 mark uh, towards Bosdam, that lino will certainly help keep the scoreline down, won't he? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm sure Roger will be able to tell you all about that one. Yeah, I mean, I've ref the game with him as Lino and he was... I was he, against Stars as well, wasn't it? Yeah, he, make, he makes it uh, he makes it very tricky. Uh, the second game is Roger's Saha 11 uh, off the back of an 11-0 battering or 11-1, something like that, uh, to Mundial A in the uh, London Cup. Uh, they face Selsden with a win uh, and a loss on their... A record sells them back in the quarter municipal. Uh, Rogers desperate to get something out of this game. Uh, I wasn't so uh, nice to him with my prediction. I said 3-1 to Selsden, just shipping 11 goals uh, the week after. There's bound to be a reaction, surely, um, but it points to trouble uh, in their defence at least. Uh, Russell, what do you think? Firstly, I just want to laugh at that 11-0, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> 11-0 is embarrassing. Um no, I don't know. I think Saha aren't a terrible team, but I just think off the back of an 11-0, 3-1 to Selsden seems kind of reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I that was my thought, that that perhaps things aren't where they want it to be right now and there will be a reaction to losing 11-0. And whether that's a change of formation or a change in mentality, just to keep it tight at the back for the next game after that heavy defeat. Um, there will be a reaction, but I just fancy Selsden myself to do the business. So exactly like you, um, Russell, 3-1. Uh, Amari, you, you've got a bit more extravagant. Um, only because Selsden, coming off the back of, what was it, 6-1 or 5-1 over the weekend, they're going to be well up for it and they're going to see what Saar had in their last game. And I'm not really sure if Rogers' players have actually, if he's had that, kick up the arse to say, look, we're either in this or we're not. So I'm not really sure what the team are doing at the moment. So yeah, 4-1. Yeah, he, he said the great he said the group chat was was quiet on Monday. So whether so whether that's happened between now or Tuesday, sorry, now and then, um who and knows? Does, but there needs to be a reaction. There needs to be a reaction. Said that he, I said to him, how many you got in for Sunday? He said not a lot. Oh blimey. <laughs> 
Uh, could be another right, tough game. Right now off WhatsApp. <laughs> well, uh, Dan Beeler, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I've always thought like Saha kind of known to have quality and stuff and I just couldn't see him getting battered again. So I've gone against all of you lot and gone for a Saha win 3-2. I can just see him bouncing back. See, I thought I could see him being up for it, but from what I'm hearing, maybe I might be wrong there. This is the Saha, this, this is the Saha 11. Don't forget the reserve team to, to the Saha that you may have heard of uh, okay. previously. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you've been you've been bitten by that eleven bit that the mean that they put on there rather than reserves. Yeah, not if my result comes in. No, that's true. <laughs> that's true, and you never know. They are a good team on their day. Slow starters, though, notoriously last year and this year they've started slowly. So um, we want to see what happens with them. Omar, what did you think? Well, listening to the prediction, I'm starting to realise why I'm 17 points out of the possible 154. <laughs> um, I've gone for a 2-2 only because obviously like you, you spoke about they lost 11-0 but then Selsden lost 6-0 so I thought they're both going to be up for it so 2-2 I've gone for Fair enough that's the first shot of the day if you're playing the drinking the uh, Selk Grassroots drinking game and Stephen are you adding to that? Yes I am um, I regret it though I feel like I've backed a horse that's probably got stuck in the gate um, <laughs> Yeah I've gone for a Desmondo as well um, I would say the the Municipal League is one that I need to do some research on and uh, I need to get to know the teams a bit more. But yes, yeah, start with a 2-2 for now, lucky guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, a win either way. Selsden, not a great pre-season. Um, Saha 11, uh, a big beating last week. But um, uh, Roger was pretty pleased with his performance against uh, Russell's Spartans, um, but just didn't didn't take their chances. So maybe it clicks for them this week. Uh, maybe the pain from an 11-0 battering uh, gets them through. Let's wait and see. Uh, the big game of the day, I think, in our predictions, Woodside taking on Albo United. Uh, Albo United took uh, the Quinter Municipal League by storm last season. Uh, a great new addition, scoring goals, but they do leak goals at the back. Definitely uh, picturized by their, their result against uh, Surrey Park Rangers on the first day of the season. 7-6 losers to promoted um, sorry, Park Rangers, who were in Division 3 uh, last year. So a big jump for them uh, in terms of quality, playing the Division 2 champions. Um, but yeah, 7-6 uh, winners were Surrey Park. They play Woodside, who again, we know score goals, but they've, they've got a leaky defence as well. I, I, this is such a tough game to call. I'm looking at Russell and Amari's predictions and it, it shows exactly how hard this one is to pick. Amari, what did you think of this one? Uh, I've gone 3-2 Woodside. Just based on if Woodside's players turn up, it's a bit like Croydon JSC getting half twelves. If Woodside's players turn up, they can they can beat anyone in that division. And Albo, as you said, do leak goals as well. So, but I've only played against Woodside, so that's why I've gone side with Woodside three two. Woodside lost uh, heavily to Sahar eleven in the week after, absolutely smashed them. So they're they're an, they're an odd side when we've given them big shout outs for um, being around the title chase this year. Uh, Russell, do you think um, Albo are going to win this 3-2? What's the justification there? Uh, just because they didn't play last week because um, they didn't pay their fines in time. Yeah. So yeah. I think they were, they were proper pissed about that. So I just think they'll come out and kind of use that anger to go uh, on the pitch. The, on the only thing I said to you in, when I predicted it, I think there's going to be a red card to Albo in that game. Okay. So I thought, if I get that, can I have an extra three points? <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, I'll think about it. We'll see how we'll see how <laughs> see how well you do. Otherwise, three. <laughs> I'll take yes. a point. Oi, oi, we should all get one of them then. Oh, no. <laughs> not happy about that. All right, let's let's have it. If from week weeks going forward, if you come up with some weird uh, suggestion that might what might happen in the game, and it has to be weird. Like a, a red card is pretty uh, strange to predict, but. Uh, I'm not talking about there's going to be a corner or something like that. But if you come up with a, a good suggestion of something that you think is going to happen, then we're happy to are happy uh, discuss the additional points for that stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Russell, 3-2 to Albo. Amari, 3-2 to Woodside. Uh, Omar, where have you gone? I've struggled with this one. I must have went back and forth, but because I went for Woodside last week, so I feel like they owe me one. Um, I've gone 2-1 Woodside. Fair enough. I've gone 3-2 for Woodside. I just think uh, Woodside just see, seem 
they're, 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 they're an erratic team, but I think on their day, uh, with a, with the player they have, his, his surname's Roden, he seems to score loads of goals for them. Um, I haven't seen his name on their, uh, as their goal scorers just yet, um, but he is a real good player. 3-2, I've gone for Woodside. Dan Cavell has gone 3-2 for Woodside as well. Um, he must listen to the podcast, I think. Dan Bieler, what do you think? Uh, I went for 4-2 to uh, Albo, actually. Yeah. Woodside, I don't know, Woodside haven't quite blown me away as I thought they were going to this year. Um, and I saw Albo scored six in their last game. So I kind of, I've, I thought I'd go slightly off kilter with this one. No, no, no big scoring result either way is stupid. As I say, both teams free scoring, but both teams probably play with a rush goalkeeper as well at times with the amount of goals they let in. So, um, yeah, nothing silly. Steve, last, last but not least. Yeah, I've gone for 3-1 to Woodside. Um, they were just a side I've heard of more than Albo United, to be honest with you. So I thought I'd stick with them. Fair enough. As I say, no no uh, win either way or, or draw is a silly one. I think this is these are two really close, uh, really closely matched teams. And don't forget, if, if Albo do get a red card uh, on Sunday, Russell will pick up that um, extra point. Let's see what happens. Uh, thank you. That's the last. This is the last one now. Sorry for the quota municipal South London Union called Union last season. If anyone. Uh, picked up on that one. Play Croydon United. Croydon United, I think, with an 8-5 win or something this week uh, in the Croydon Municipal. Um, a crazy win, uh, but a win nonetheless. Uh, I have backed the Croydon United boys to win 4-2 on the back of that. Just thinking um, that South London Union, I think they're pretty much the same bunch of players. Uh, Croydon United seem to be free scoring, uh, especially in their last game. So I'm backing them to keep that going 4-2. Uh, Amari, you're not so keen on Quirin United, so I can see where you've gone. Um, no comments. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. But I think Union, because I've played against both teams, I know Quirin United signed two players from the old Lingfield or PKC team. Um, that's why they've been getting more goals. But I think Union, they're, they're evenly matched. They've got the potential going forwards. So I think they'll do it 4 3. 4 3 to Union. The prediction. Uh, from Amari and um, Russell, our other quality municipal expert. Where have you gone? Uh, I went to 2 1 Union, but honestly, I think it could be a Desmond or something like that. Yeah. Um, this is proper tight, know, isn't it? Yeah. Union, they look quite good this year, though, to be honest. And yeah, Croydon United are. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're as free scoring as they might seem early doors, but we'll we'll have to see. Have to see. As as I said with Albo and Woodside, Quid and United scored eight, but they let in five. You shouldn't be losing uh, a game of football if you, if you score that many goals in a game. <clears throat> so the opposite. Who did they lose to? Who did they beat last week? Sorry, KFC. That's it. They they yet to play a big team in our league, so what defines a big team in, in the league this season? One of the favourites to win it. We're still working that one out. Fort Neath Rangers coming out of nowhere and I've seen some of the players talking about uh, scoring. they favourites, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I had a feeling about that at the uh, start of the season and now I've seen their signings. They're definitely the favourites. Yeah, the, there was a guy, I won't mention any names because I want to keep, I don't want to ruin it for him, but he said he scored a hat-trick and heard him us talk about it on the podcast and I thought, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, that's that's why. That's why they're doing better. Yeah. They're a real good player. So, yeah, watch out for Fortin Eve Rangers. They are a bit sharky this season, I think. Um, Dan Bieler, where have you got on this one? Uh, this was like, remember last week, I didn't do any uh, looking up of any teams or anything. I didn't have the time. I left it too late. This week, I did it all. But when it came down to this one, which was the last one, I really had to get off. So I just went for it all. That's fair enough. That's the third. That's the third <laughs> shot if you're playing the game uh, this week. But yeah, as Russell has said that he wouldn't. He wouldn't be surprised if he heard it, if he sees this one. Pleased end to up. hear that. Pleased yeah. to hear that. Uh, Dan Cavell has back to four-one South London Union win. Uh, flipped my one. I've gone four-two to Quirin United. Uh, Omar, where did you go? I've gone three-one. Just to toss of the coin and a guess. Three-one to. Oh, Quirden United and Steve showing how tight this game is. Yeah, I've gone three-one Union. This is this is a real tight game. Good luck to both teams. This will be uh, a good game. But yeah, the, our split 
our split predictions showing exactly uh, what this game is all about. Uh, thank you for that one, boys, in the, uh, for the Quota Municipal Games. Let's move on to the Southern Sunday uh, and our four games from the Southern Sunday. Uh, I think Graham is, pick, is purposely picking uh, really tough games for us to pick on the uh, Southern Sunday. So let's get straight into it. First one, Sheen Park Rangers taking on Atletico Buble. Uh, Sheen Park Rangers already scored about 30 goals this season. Something ridiculous uh, mm. like that in League 7, I want to say. I could be wrong. Um, but they are banging the goals in. Uh, the uh, uh, Graham is a little bit worried about their level. This will be a good uh, leveller for them against Atletico Buble, uh, who are a bit of a, I call them a gatekeeper type club uh, in Division 2, uh, Dan Bieler. Uh, this is this is a tough game. It'll probably Sheen Park's first real challenge of the season. Yeah, it is a tough one. Um, and I looked up actually. I know Sheen Park Rangers have scored thirty goals in three games, so they're absolutely smashing it. But I looked at their, I looked at how they got on last season, and unless I was looking at a different team, they weren't that great in their division. They were in their, I think they were in the Prem to be fair, but I think they were just outside the relegation zone. Okay. Um, so it kind of made me think. You know what? Maybe. Being in the div they're in and coming up against a sort of Buble side, like you said, a bit of a gatekeeper side, it could be um, a bit trickier because Buble have won one of them, won their last game 6 0. Yeah. So I am going to go for, what did I go for? A two, no, four, three to Sheen Park Rangers. There'll be loads of goals. Yeah. I've gone for Buble. I think this is going to be uh, one where Sheen Park probably. Uh, Find, get found out. I think this is in the Marcus Lipton Cup. Uh, I'm going for 3-2 to Atletico Buble. Uh, Dan Cavell looking at the amount of goals Sheen Park Rangers have scored and expecting uh, fireworks in this one. He's gone 5-3 to Sheen Park Rangers. Uh, Steve, what did you think? Yeah, obviously I looked up this and uh, you can see that Sheen Park have scored a load of goals. I'll give you a little stat. They've had, they have scored 30 goals in three games and they've also had 11 different scorers Statso, Statso, that was boys, beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you for that. So Welcome, bloody back. All over the park, aren't they? So, um, I, I think obviously they're probably in the wrong division, judging by what you can see so far. But um, yeah, like you said, big test for them going up a few divisions in the cup is a uh, it's a big task. But I think they'll do it three two. Yeah, it's a good, it's a first real test for them. As I said, Omar, what did you think? I went two one two. Um, Buble because of Michael, but also I looked him up. <laughs> I looked him up and I see that Sheen was flying in Div um, Div Seven, but they're obviously might, like I think they might be doing the St Andrews. But then Buble have been playing better opposition every week, so I've just tipped them to win it to um Fair enough. That's always the that's always the tell in it. If you're beating uh, teams at your own level heavily week in and week out, can you lift the game when you're undoubtedly going to be playing against? a higher quality opposition in the cup. We know this cup uh, has been the graveyard for the higher placed teams uh, for a couple of years now. Uh, definitely last year was the year of the underdog in the, in the Marcus Lipton. So, and it's continued this year. So this could be a banana skin for Atletico Buble. Uh, but Russell, what do you think? Uh, I went for a cup upset. I've gone 2-0 Sheen Park. Fair enough. Fair enough. Amari? I've uh, gone the same as you, Andrew. 3 2 to Buble. Firstly, like um, Omar said, I think it was Omar said it because of Michael, but then I actually looked up looked up the leagues and I think, I don't know they was actually doing so well in their league, but I just saw the difference. Okay, fair enough. I, I think it doesn't, that scoring 30 goals in Division 7 is, uh, League 7, sorry, is one thing, uh, but then playing against a team. We expect to finish in the top half of Division, of League 2, have to say League. League one, two, etc. in Southern Sunday. Um, League two, Atletico will be um, a tough challenge for Sheen Park. Thank you, boys. Uh, pro- again, probably the big game like the uh, Woodside Elbow one. This is the big game on our predictions for the Southern Sunday. Sellhurst, champions of Division two last year, taking on their title rivals, AFC South London. Um, both teams promoted into Division, into League one uh, for last season, AFC. South London kept uh, pushed up uh, outside of the normal um, promotion numbers, Dan Beeler. Um, but it seems a good thing to keep that rivalry together. South London have started the season absolutely brilliantly. 
Yeah, they really have. They've scored, what, in their last three games, eight, four and three. Um, but with Selhurst, you know, there's something about Selhurst. They're kind of, they've got an aura about them, the likes of kind of Junction Elite and Sporting Continental have. And yeah. I think a lot of teams kind of see that. Um, and they didn't lose one game last season in a league that South London were in. So I can, they're a team I find it really hard to go against. So I went 3-2 Selhurst. Yeah, I find it hard to back against them for so many reasons. Uh, their Saturday side and their Sunday side, absolutely littered with trophies and, and yeah. all sorts of um, admirers around the Sunday game. Uh, they only beat JJ United 6-1. Uh, and that's not dis- that's no disrespect to JJ United, but teams in uh, the in Westford's low uh, bottom division beat them by 10s and 12s and all that stuff. <coughs> and the top teams beat them by 20. So I don't know if Sellers had a little shuffle of the pack this weekend against um against team a team they would have done their homework against. Uh, but I've backed Sellers to win this one 2-1 against South London. There's a good rivalry. Yeah. I think it's a respectful one. I think there'll be one. more goals than that, Andrew. I think there'll yeah. be more goals than that. Yeah, Sellers score loads. And like I say, South London scored eight, four and three in the last <laughs> three games. I think it'll be open. I'll be interested to see this one. Uh, Dan Cavell has backed South London to win 4-2. Maybe you know something we don't know. Uh, Amari, what do you know? Uh, I've ref Selhurst before, so they look like a very good outfit. And they've played one, and they've won it so far in their league. And they're still third amongst everyone else. So it shows that the division is up and down there. Um, but I, don't, I think it'll be close, only because I think both teams will be worried about being too open at the back, if you know what I mean. Yep. So, yeah, 2-1, two, 2 Celeste for me. 2-1 Celeste. Omar, what do you think? Let's go to Stephen. Omar's nowhere to be seen at the minute. Stephen? I think it's uh, one of those big games that's a bit early in the season. So, I think both teams are going to go to a try not to lose mindset. So, I've gone for a, another Desmond. So, the drinking game's getting a bit serious now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few, a few I'm drunk people. Sorry, that, that's the fourth one, I think. So yeah, that's uh, that's we're well into it. Russell, what do you think? Yeah, I think Sellers will win comfortably. To be honest, I've gone three, three nil, three nil to Sellers. Did you have you ever played? Did you would you have met met Sellers in any of the county cups? Any, any no, we played pre-season and lost two ones with them. So I've I kind of have an idea about them. Uh, actually, we did play last season and get battered six one as well. Okay. Remember that. <laughs> Wait, well, try and forget those ones, I suppose, that yeah. Omar, Omar, what was your prediction, mate? I apologize. I've had it on mute and I was talking. But um I went four one only because um South London averaging what like someone said, fifteen goals and they've only conceded three. So I've gone four one. Fair enough. They are having a really good start to the season. There seems to be something a little bit different about them this year to last year where they did lose out to the likes of Wimbledon Wolves and uh, Sellers in that title race. They have got the bit between their teeth this year. So they could they could win this. They're playing really well. Uh, let's get on with the third game. Club Football Val taking on Hampton Terriers. Uh, I'm back in the Hampton boys to win 3-1. Dan Vila, you fancy the Hampton boys too? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> Vale sort of finished one place outside of relegation last year. And with the Terriers coming up, They've got momentum, nice big swing going with them. They started the season well. Um, <clears throat> we've played them before. They beat us 2-1. Um, they've obviously made improvements as well to keep going the way they are. Uh, I can't see them losing to fail, if I'm honest. Uh, so, yeah, I went for 4-0, I think. 4-0 to the Hampton Terriers, boys. That's a massive win. Graham does say on their day what a good team uh, Club Football Vale are. They did struggle last <laughs> season uh, and trying to lift that and, and get the momentum going again. Uh, is tough. Hampton Terriers have managed that 100%. Dan Cavell backing the Hampton Terriers boys to win uh, 3-0. So two big wins predicted uh, so far, along with mine. 3-1, I think. Uh, I don't know if that counts as a big win. I don't think it does. Stephen, though, what you you fancy some goals. Yeah, I mean, uh, looking at it, it's a clean sweep, isn't it, for, um, for Hampton Terriers? So uh, they say every dog has its day, but I don't think football veils will be against the Terriers. I've gone for four. Oh, beautiful. Get in there. (laughs) That was beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, Amari. Yes, I have gone Hampton Terriers as well. Um, Looking at the league, I think club football veil have only 
no, forget that. I was going to say something else, but it's the wrong team I was looking at. Yeah, 3 0 Hampton Terriers. Um, just because I've seen the league and they look second, they've only lost to the team that's top. Fair play. Uh, Russell? 3 uh, 1 Hampton. I had no idea. <laughs> Omar? <laughs> I went 3 1 Hamptons because they obviously look like a good side. I think they lost 3 2 to St Andrews and everyone's been raving about them. So I went 3 1. Fair enough. A uh, clean sweep, as Stephen correctly identified for the Hampton Terriers boys. A promoted side, don't forget, out of the two. Uh, club football value, yeah. I, I, I struggled last season. Uh, I don't think they were ever really relegation. Uh, relegation wasn't a, a worry for them. No, it um, wasn't really. It wasn't really. They were about, I think they were about seven or eight points above. It was never a worry. But they were there. I'm saying they yeah. weren't, didn't finish too high, though, did they? No, no. Uh, but yeah, Hampton Terriers... Uh, promoted with Harbert Rovers from uh, from their division, Division Three, I think, uh, if my memory serves me right. So what a good division uh, Division Two is going to be this year. In our last game for the Southern Sunday, Painters Community taking on Junction Elite Seconds. Uh, this is a really good game. Painters, uh, a much uh, fancied team, and Junction Elite. Uh, I mean, the things they do in their community and the the, the top two teams, especially. Um, were successful last season. Uh, Dan, this is a really good game. Yeah, yeah, this should be um, <clears throat> a really good game because last year they both went up and there was only one point between them. Um, so, yeah, they know each other. It's going to be a battle. Um, the one thing that's made me uh, think about who's going to win was they both played Mortlake this year. Yeah. They both lost to Mortlake. The yep. Painters lost 4-0 uh, and Junction Elite lost 2-1. So... Uh, also, paint, um, painters are conceding like twos, fours, threes. So uh, I'm going with the elite for a three-one. Three-one win to Junction Elite. Seconds predicted by our Southern Sunday specialist Dan Beeler. I'm back in Junction Elite to win two-one for the same reason Dan said. Really, I think painters' defeats have been heavier. Uh, Mortlake, though, that that form is a bit out of nowhere, isn't it, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They've done really well. They must have really improved, picked up some good players because um, they were close to us last year, weren't they, if I remember yeah. correctly? Yeah, they were. Your, you were battling with them to stay in the division, weren't you? Last day of the season, if we'd won that game, it would have been us that stayed up and them that went down. Yeah, so for them to be doing so well against teams like Painters and Junction Elite is really good. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah, that's that's a great response to a, a season like this. And yours, to be fair, you've responded in exactly the same way uh, this season. You started really well. So, look, taking adversity. Uh, Sunday was a wonderful head. day, Andrew. It was a wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Russell, uh, where was your prediction? Uh, I went 2-1 painters again. I've done no research on any of these games at all, so completely out of the blue. That <laughs> <laughs> will be end up being as good as anyone else. Amari? Uh, I've gone painters because looking at the league, it looks like a one of those early six pointers where Junction Elite have got a game in hand and they're three I've, points behind. I've got you down as two all. Uh, no, that. Oh, I'm, I always back my painters. I thought it was going to be it. Yeah. What do you think? We can change it live on the, on air if you like. Yeah, no, three, three two painters. Three two. Okay, I'll let you do that. Three two painters. The prediction for Amari only. Murray uh, backing them. Oh no, Russell, the two Quirden boys have backed the painters. Uh, Omar, uh, Omar, where have you gone? Sorry, two names. I keep tripping over. Omar, I was going to say, I was going to say exactly the same as Dan with the the losses to Mortlake. So I've gone for um, a three-two Winter Junction. Fair enough. And Stephen, uh, it's a bit of a, a mixed bag this one, isn't it? I've gone for two-one to painters um, just by looking at a bit of form and. Uh, yeah, should be a tight game. It will be a tight game. I, I think it's going to be a tight game. Anyway, Dan Cavell thinks it's going to be a little bit more uh, interesting for the Junction Elite fans out there. He thinks 4-2 to Junction Elite seconds. Thank you, boys. That's the Southern Sunday section done. Uh, lastly, Dan, we'll just give Dan Beeler, we'll just give you a little minute. What a fantastic result for you boys on the weekend. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. It was one of our greatest results, I reckon. Uh, if you put it into context, yeah. Uh, team that got relegated from League Four last year, us lot, um, beating the team that came second in the Prem. And you know what? The really pleasing thing about it was is we, we deserved the win. We had a goal disallowed. We hit the bar, and they, their goal came from a, a penalty, um, which kind of could or could not have been given. Probably the right call for the ref, to be fair. 
Um, but yeah, that was the most pleasing part was that we actually deserved that win as well. So yeah, I was buzzing, absolutely buzzing Sunday. Congratulations. Do you know you're playing in the next round of the cup yet? Do you know what? It's pro- I probably do, but I, I can't remember. <laughs> <I've looked>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maybe Graham's done the draw. I'm sure I'd know actually. I don't think the draw's been done. Okay. Uh, well, good luck in the next round. As we say, the, the, the year of the underdog continues in the Southern Sunday in the Marcus Lipton Cup. The, the Silk Grassroots Marcus Lipton Cup, actually. Uh, for yes. The league again for that. Right, let's do the OBDSFL now and save the Westford games until last as we've got our two uh, contributors from the Westford uh, league with us. Uh, first up is Blendon taking on MSL. Uh, Blendon with a standout win so far this season, uh, the win against Hatcham. Uh, in the President's Cup, I believe. Uh, that's got to be uh, their best result so far this year. I've backed them to win 3-2 against MSL. We've started really well. Uh, Dan has backed them to lose against M- against MSL 3-2. So showing uh, we've both got different ideas. Um, Omar, what do you think? I went 2-1 to Blendon because of, uh, I think they beat Hatcham, but I don't know what, what Hatcham is being used at the moment with them in this, um, the Super League. So I've gone 3-2, Blendon. And 2-1 to win, Blendon to win 2-1. Fantastic. Steven? Yeah, I saw the Blendon result and I looked at the Hatcham team and I see some of the older uh, Hatcham Royals players playing for Hatcham. So I don't know if they were at full strength, um, if I'm honest. Um, I do know Blendon have got Billy Bennett back now. He's been away for, uh, with an injury for a bit, so that will help them. But um, MSL have had a great start and I've heard good things about them, so I've gone for... Another Desmond. Yeah, you would have heard from him from your friends at Hacienda, I suppose, would you not? Yes, of course, of course. I, I have my sources, Andrew. I can't disclose them. <laughs> so you got a bit of inside and, and gone for a two, a two all. Fair enough. That's six of them so far. So we're getting near piss territory now. Dan Bieler, what do you think? All right. As I'm reading this, I'm wondering why I made the prediction I did. I'm reading my notes that I've written down. So I've got Blendon. They were relegated last year, right? Yep. With only one win. Um, but Potentially. I think so, yeah. But MSL... Statel. Sorry, Statel. <laughs> finish. Um, and MSL have had a good start, I've written here. So I don't really know, but I'm going to stick with it. Blendon 2-1. Fair enough. Russell? Uh, I just think it'd be a really tight game, so I couldn't really choose. So I went for a Desmond. Desmond, six of them. Uh, that's a lot this week. And Amari? Seven. Is it seven? Yeah. Seven seven shots so far if you're playing the uh, Silkgrass Roots drinking game. Amari, last but not least. Maybe not. Maybe not at all. <laughs> maybe not at all. Uh, that, he's sorry. gone for... He, are you there? Yeah, sorry. I've done the same thing Omar did. 3-2 uh, MSL. Just I heard good things and uh, ref blending. They're not the most organised at times. Interesting thing. MSL, I saw that uh, Mad B from the Yessi Dons played from. Uh, recently and scored a couple of goals for him. So they've obviously uh, recruited some players over the summer uh, and good to see him scoring and getting some game time uh, in the OBDSFL. So yeah, nice to see uh, their improvements this year. Uh, the second game is Blase Ballers taking on Long Lane. Um, some players there uh, familiar work with Dan Cavell, uh, but they want to be known as a Long Lane team now. They're moving up, they're moving on. Uh, half the team, half the squad uh, is new to the club. Um, so they want to be known as Long Lane now, which is more than fair. And we apologise for the comparisons in the past, but I think that's natural. Uh, Blase Ballers, a, a, a promoted team from Division 2 last season against Long Lane in Division 1. Uh, I've backed the Long Lane boys to win 3-1. I think they're going to be such a really strong side uh, in that division. Dan also backing them. Uh, Dan Cavell back in them 5-2. Big prediction, that one. Uh, and Omar, what do you think? I've gone 2-1. Just It's a long lane based on uh, Gibbs' review of them on your podcast the other week, the other day, sorry. Yeah, they are a good side. There's no two ways about it. Omari, what do you think? Uh, let me make sure. Yeah, I'm off mute this time. Sorry about that. Uh, long lane, 2-1 for me. 2-1 as well. Omar and Omari think 2-1 to Long Lane. I think 3-1. Russell, what do you think? Uh, I've gone 3-1 Blase Ballers. Uh, Fair enough. Inside information on that one. Ah, okay. They must have signed someone good. Dan Bieler, you must be happy with that news. <laughs> yeah. Every time I go for my 8-2s, I absolutely balls them up. 
Um, Blase82. Uh, I couldn't find anything about Long Lane, and you've just explained why. So I'm sticking with it, though. Blase882. I've seen that you've written 3 0 for Blase Ballers this week. Have you? Have I? Yes. Oh, yeah, I have. That was the wrong one. All right. <laughs> 3 0. <laughs> I've helped 3 0. 3 0. The prediction for Blase Ballers. There must be some inside, must be some good signings made from Blase Ballers. That's interesting. Uh, no, that's made that one. One of my mates at work has just gone over there. <laughs> yeah, another one. Uh, Steve, last but not least. Yeah, Long Lane had a great result last week um, against a very, very good side, as you know. Um, mm. They had that penalty win against uh, the Peckham first team. Yep. Um, I also, I don't think it's a shame. that uh, it's, it's not. A, they shouldn't be ashamed to be uh, associated with their previous clubs. I think that um, Thamesmead and obviously Eirith, when Dan was managing them, they were great sides. They were. Um, I don't think they're ashamed. I think I've made too many comparisons, and they and the players that weren't involved have said that fucking podcast bloke keeps talking about <laughs> club terms. Me, just we're long lane now, and I think they're right. I think we'll put that one to bed. Yeah, no, all good, all good. I think they're they're like you said, they're a very strong side, very good side, and they've got experience of playing together. So then, as 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 they are a new team, that they're they're a big bunch of mates that drink together, play together. So I've gone for three one win. Three one, the winners still mixed though. Uh, two two of us, two of us have suggested Blase Ballers to win, and obviously Russell with a little bit of inside there. That's gonna that's gonna uh, prick the uh, Long Lane boys' ears up when they hear that. Who have who have Blase Ballers signed? Maybe everyone is gonna start scanning through. Uh, Just quickly, what what was Long Lane's old team? What who are they? I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna say that. They're they're the Long Lane <laughs> team now. That's all that matters. Fair enough. I'll throw myself under the bus. So Dan Cavell (laughs) used to be their manager and they used to be called Sporting Club Thamesmead. Before that, they were Erith United or Erith United, right, Andrew? So not Thamesmead 90, no? No. That that was another team bounced off of uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead. That was a Westford. That was a Westford team. Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 were in Westford. And uh, yeah, players, a lot of players from, a few of the boys from the old OBDSFL team went to Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 and I think that actually was part of the problem that, that the old team had in the OBDSFL Dan's team that some of their influential players but Dan's players... team climbed divisions for a number of years yeah, didn't they yeah, they won trophies yeah, here yeah. there and everywhere and they done really well to build themselves up to where they were that's it two more games in the OBDSFL before we move on to Westfa uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves taking on Crayway two teams very very um, familiar with each other. Uh, they've been battling it out in divisions for the last couple of seasons. Uh, I think uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves finishing above uh, Crayway last year. Was that with um, Wilgar, I think, who won the league? These two were behind them. I'm not I'm not 100% uh, sure I should know. I know I should know, but I don't. Uh, I'm backing the Crayway boys to win 2-1. Anyway, uh, Dan Cavell going the other way. Crayford Arrows Reserves backed 3-1. There's your OBDSFL specialist there, different uh, with each other. Um, Russell, what do you think? Uh, I just went one all. I couldn't really decide, to be honest. Fair enough. Dan Beeler? Yeah, exactly the same as Russell. I saw they finished on like the same points as each other last season, so went two all, kind of bottled it. Omar? We uh, lost 3-1 to Crayford the other week, but I looked at the results and saw that they were similar, so I've gone for another Desmond. So that's a few draws there. Three draws predicted here. Uh, a couple of away wins predicted. Stephen, you've gone. You've you've got the same thinking as me. Yeah, I've played against both teams when we were um, in the Alperton Bromley League uh, when we were lower divisions. Crayway, they're they're one of those sides that just don't give you any time on the ball or anything. They're proper in your face, pressure, uh, a bit leery. So I've gone for them to win two one. Fair enough. And Amari, uh, Amari's three. gone. No. Amari, they live for now. Okay, it's all right. We still uh, got to. <laughs> no, just, I need to go after the open, but three uh, one Crayway. Uh, my friend plays for Crayway, and me and my friend also play a friendly for him, so I think they'd be up for it. Three one to Crayway uh, against Crayford Arrows uh, reserves. Uh, that'll be a good game. That one, Benhurst, 14, 14 one winners or something this week against someone in the Orbiton of Bromley. Sorry, Orpington reserves. Uh, springs to mind. They're having a torrid time of it. Uh, Benhurst taking on SE Ballers uh, in the Orpington and Bromley. Uh, uh, Benhurst living in dreamland with that result this weekend. 
I've backed them to win 2-1. I think they'll still win. I think they'll still be on a high from that result this weekend. But um, I think it will be slightly more back down to earth uh, with a 2-1 win. That's me playing a percentage, just playing for the one point, I think, this weekend. Uh, Dan Cavell has backed Benhurst to win 4-1. Uh, Stephen, do you want to tell us what you predicted? Well, what was their result last week again, Andrew? Fourteen <laughs> one, I think. Fourteen one. Oh well, I think that they're going to go for the exact same thing again. I think fourteen one. <laughs> right. I'm that so means... confident in my prediction. I just want to say on 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 Ben Benos boys. When I first when they first started, I played. I was manager of Spitfires back then, and they got pumped every single week. Yeah. So for them to still be going and to pick it up, all credit to them. And to win fourteen one, that must have been a massive, massive day for them. Yeah, I think so. They were, they were on the podcast years ago and they were, uh, I mean, the guy that came on from the pod, uh, to the podcast was brilliant. Was Ryan? I can't remember the guy's name now. Apologies. We've, we've recorded 500 and something, 70 <laughs> odd uh, episodes for the podcast now. I can't remember, but um, he was a nice chap and they seemed like young blokes and just like playing football. And you're right. They were that team, like the JJs and, and yeah. like the Boscos and that years ago. Uh, that were getting pumped every week, but they've they're now getting big wins of their own. I'm not sure they'll be promoted from Division Five at any time soon, but they just seem to get these results every now and again. And you do sort of you do sort of wish these teams well because they're in it for exactly the right reasons. Uh, and we do we do uh, look out for their results. Uh, Omar, what do you think on this one? Well, no, it's just simply say wow, fourteen one. So I've just gone for a three one win. Yeah, I mean, this is just, this could be anything, couldn't it, this one? I think as long as you're predicting uh, Benhurst win, I think you're going to get some points this week. But Russell, you've disagreed. Yeah, I I didn't know that Benhurst won 14-1, to be honest. <laughs> um, but They've used my, their goals last week. Yeah, my only reason was because if, if a team has ballers in their name, then surely they've got to be good. So I just went 3-0 to ballers. Uh, that's not that's not the uh, that's not how it works. I don't think in the OBD SFL or or um, Westford anyway. Uh, Amari, what do you think? Four uh, one Benast. No idea why. Just four one Benast. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And Dan Beeler, last but not least. Uh, big congrats to Benast for that result. And I thought I was going to maybe try and just sneak some points and go the other way. I thought everyone's going to go with Benast, so I'm going to go the opposite and try and sneak some points. So 3-2, the prediction. 3-2, sorry. Yeah, ballers. 3-2, the prediction for the SE ballers. Uh, now to Westfa, last but not least. Um, four good games in the league uh, this week. Uh, first up, Danson Albion taking on AFC Bexley. I don't know if anyone watches Tenable, uh, but AFC Bexley, uh, their manager, Dan, I think, I don't know if any of the other lads played, uh, went on the the quiz show but they won £31,000 uh, the other day uh, or the manager did on Tenable and I just wanted to let AFC Bexley know if they listen that we've got some competitive uh, partnership uh, sponsorship deals up starting at £30,000 if they did want to <laughs> get, get involved with the podcast uh, he's, he's, he's in luck so give us a shout uh, guys this this is a really good game AFC Bexley Steve probably the best one to analyse this one for us they've started the season reasonably well uh, Dance and Albion seem to be that rugged, older head side who, who know uh, how to shut a game out and know how to get that game management going. Um, I've backed Danson to win this one 3-2. I think this is going to be a tough challenge for uh, AFC Bexley, but you've seen them in the flesh in competitive football. What? Where's your thoughts on it? Just to confirm, Andrew, is this in a cup or is it in the league? Uh, you've caught me. You've I'm caught sure me. it's the cup, you know, because I think that's it's a my reason yeah. for not doing the research. But it's cup. It probably is a cup. It's, it probably is cup. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, is it Plumstead Challenge Cup week this it might week? Be that, that or the divisional or something like that. I'm not sure. Okay. Just keep. keep... They're, they're both in the same division. They're both Division yeah. Four teams. Um, both expected and are at the top of the league, rightly so. Um, I think Bexley had a, a bit of a poor result um, last week. Uh, drawing with Tramara or oh, Tramara have pulled it out of the bag. Yeah, this really is a Fred but... this is a Fred Jolly game. A Fred Jolly, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um yeah, so I've I've gone for a Bexley win 3-2. I think they'll bounce back from last week. Um but I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. Yeah, this is just exactly where, where we've gone. We it could be uh, either or who who get this game. It could go to it could go to penalties easily, easily. I think this is a a really equal game. Dan Cavell back in the dancing boys to win 4-2. Amari, who has arrangements, has left the call. He has backed Dance and Albion to win 3-1. Uh, 
uh, Russell, have you just gone purely, have you done any research into Westford or have you just wrote, uh, thrown a coin? I haven't done any research for the last four weeks. So I thought I'd keep up with it and just go for Bigs move. <laughs> well, you're doing all right so far, I suppose. Two, uh, it's one. so annoying that you're on 24 points. 2-1 the prediction for Russell. Uh, for AFC Bexley uh, Dan Bieler uh, I was running out of time and didn't have a nil-nil so I threw my nil-nil in, at this game yeah I don't I don't think this is going to be anywhere close to to nil-nil I could be wrong but I can see I, I've obviously backed dancing but me and I think Steve's uh, Steve could be uh, a winner here Omar last but not least you've gone for a you've gone for a Desmond no oh, yeah well Banton one of them teams, you know, they, they're quite big, but don't have any individuals, but they just, everyone knows their roles. And when mm. you underestimate them, they can, they can win. We did that and they beat us 6-0 last year. Um, so I've gone for a 2-2 because I've, I've, back, I've played Bexley in a friendly as well and they've got some good players and I've backed them to make up for last week. So I've just gone for a Desmond. Fair enough. You think that's going uh, to penalties then this weekend? That'll be a good game. Uh, good luck to both teams in that one. Uh, Rising Talents taking on Northern Eagles. I believe this is a league game in the senior division. Uh, again, I've been wrong before, uh, but I think this is a league game. Uh, two teams who uh, have improved. I think uh, was, uh, Rising Talents have certainly improved this year. They are playing uh, Northern Eagles in the senior division. Refereed by Referee of the Year, uh, Stephen Hughes, um, this week. Uh, an interesting game. 4-1, I've predicted Rising Talents. I've seen Northern Eagles in the flesh this season already and they are a little bit toothless and I don't mean that to be disrespectful uh, to the lads in at Northern Eagles. They've got a good, solid goalkeeper, a solid defence and a decent midfield, uh, but uh, they just don't seem to be banging them in uh, at the other end. They did score, however, a few goals against one of the best teams in the division, Inter Belvedere. Uh, is that in your mind when you're predicting this one, Omar? I went on the Rising Talents result, um, winning 7-3. So I just think, obviously, they can score goals. And um, Northern Eagles results hasn't been great. A 1-1 with a, a Div 4 team. So I've gone 3-1 to Rising Talents. Yeah, I mean, Rising Talents definitely seem to be the most improved team uh, in the senior division. I think they were bottom or near the bottom of the division last season. Uh, so yeah, they've definitely improved. They had to improve. It couldn't have got much worse for them in, in the senior division. So good to see. Uh, Dan Cavell back in a three-all draw uh, in the league this one. And Steve, what do you think? Uh, I've gone 2-1 Northern Eagles. Um, I say the last time these two played each other, there was a red card. So uh, if we're going to throw an extra points for red cards, I'm going to say this is going to game for it. Okay. You can um, have that. I think, yeah. Northern Eagles 2-1. be a very close game. Um, Northern Eagles obviously improved on their first game with their result against Inter Belvedere. Um, I think it'll be, think it'll be a, a close one, though. Like, like the, f- the first result, it could go either way. Nice one. Uh, Dan Bieler? Uh, this one is the one I chose for my 8-2, and it's a bit more of an educated guess than the Blase one. Because the talents, they said they scored seven last week or the week before. Yeah. They're on four points from six, and the Eagles haven't won one yet. So I think it could be a game. If the talents put it together, it could be an 8 2. Well, it, it really could. Russell, did I ask you this one yet? No, uh, another guess 3 2 rising talents. That's just a good one for the plan of percentages there. Amari uh, went 4 2 to rising talents. Uh, so most of us fancy uh, the talents to do the job, all bar Stephen uh, and Dan Cavell. Stephen's backed Northern Eagles, Dan Cavell back in a draw. The rest of us. I think the talents are going to continue their good start to the season. Uh, good luck to both teams. Uh, game three, our penultimate game of this week. Uh, Rose and Crown taking on EWD Eagles. Uh, Omar, you've been less than complimentary uh, about uh, Damo, the Rose and Crown uh, gaffer, but you seem to be a little bit more complimentary about your prediction this week. No, well, I, I like Damo. I've got a lot of time for him. And I'm sick of him winning because every time he's winning, I'm now getting, oh, you're going to bounce back and all them sort of things. I'm desperate for him to lose. However, in this game, <laughs> I could not. I just feel like they're just so organised. They're on a streak. I feel like they're just going to win 2-1. What do we think about EWD Eagles, uh, Steve and Omar? They seem to get good results in pre-season, but maybe they were using players in pre-season that aren't turning out from in the league now. 
They remind me a bit of um, Lewis and Tamils in the fact that they seem like they've got a good attack, but their defence may be a bit questionable. So if you've got an organised team, I feel like you'll be able to nick a result, and that's what seems to have been happening. Yeah, I think so. Steve, yeah, they turn up to my tournament I, I hold um, pre-season, and uh, they went out in the group stage. I think they lost every game, but I think it is down to who turns up on a day you're right. And um, I know they've got a few players that play in another team in the Met League, so... I do think if they don't have t- games in that that league, they'll play for them. And, you know, it depends who turns up for them if they get a result. Fair enough. What was your prediction for this one, Steve? Yeah, I've gone for a, a pub team, obviously, Rose and Crown. I've, yep. I can't, can't not back them. I've gone for them to win 4-2. Um, I've, got a, I've, got, I've been outsourcing my stats, so I've got a little stat for you from Damo himself. Right. He said, he said pre-Damo, uh, Rose and Crown had only won 18% of their games. Now with him, they've won 63%. Oh, that's so. That's so. And he said, in his own words, he could even guide JJ United to a win. So maybe we should give him that task. That's big chat. He needs to go and test. He needs to maybe Rose and Crown will be glad to see the back of him. Who knows? I will be. (laughs) Dan Cavell Cavell going for a 3 2 Rose and Crown win, as did Amari. Uh, Dan Bieler, where did you go? Uh, I went for the opposite of Stephen because I've done about three weeks of almost not drinking very much at all. So I'm going, so I want the pub team to lose. So I'm going 3 1 um, yeah. to uh, Black Rose and Crown will lose 3 1. Fair enough. Fair enough. 3 1, the prediction uh, for EWD Eagles is looking unlikely, uh, unless, as, as Stephen uh, alluded to, um, if another team doesn't play in the in the Met League, then they seem to get a good result. But uh, yeah, Dan Beeler, 3-1 to EWD. And Russell? Uh, yeah, so Rosen Crown sounds like a tub of paint. So going to my construction routes, I thought I'd back them and go 3-1. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we've got a silly reason. That's good. Uh, no Amari on the call, so someone had to take up the uh, take up the reins, I suppose. Thank you for that, boys. Uh, and last but not least, and very unhelpfully, actually, because I'm refereeing this one, uh, FC Barker taking on uh, Woolwich Royals in an afternoon kickoff uh, at STC in New Eltham. Uh, I believe this is a league game. I hope it's a league game, so it can't go to extra time uh, in the afternoon. Uh, but yeah, guys, what do we think of this one? Omar, you you lead us off with this one. Well, I can separate this one at all. I think this could be an absolute cracker, really. Um, so I've gone for a free-free. I know I think Barker lost or just about beat lower opposition last week. So I don't I think it's I didn't expect them to win. So I've just gone for a free free rather than the usual Desmond. Yeah, they've had a good they've had a good start to the season. Six nil win against Crocodile, uh, and a two one win against their sparring partners from last season, Hartford Athletic in the league. Uh in the Jewish Shield, they beat Lewisham Tamils five four. So a good start for them. Uh, Woolwich Royals losing narrowly. They were upset to lose to Barnhurst after getting themselves back in the game. Uh, a big turnaround for them. Uh, other than that, Woolwich Royals beat Avery Hill 2-0 in the Jewish Shield. So not too much football played uh, by either team. I've backed Woolwich Royals to win 3-2, only because Steve, uh, one of their players, and I think the, the guy that helps organise all the players, uh, plays in the Selk uh, charity team. So Steve is getting backed 3-2. Um, I won't be doing anything to try and influence that result, though. That doesn't mean that much to me. Uh, Dan, Dan Cavell uh, has backed 3-2 to Woolwich Royals. As Omar said, he's backed 3 all. Stephen, what do you think? Dan and you backing the same result? That's a bit suspicious, isn't it? I think he listens. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said before, it's just a credit to Westford that these kind of games can be played. They've done so well with the divisions this year and, and all the games are going to be closed. Like we've said, it it can go either way. Um I've seen Barker's result and obviously the game against Crocodile, I think is a big statement because Crocodile are a good side who don't lose that result yeah. like like they did often. So I've gone for them to win 2-0 against uh, Royals here. 2-0 to Barker. Uh, yeah, I mean, this this is a game that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm looking forward to refereeing this one, I've got to say. Dan Bieler, what do you think? Uh, I've seen Barker scoring quite a lot. So I think Barker are going to get the win. Um but only two things will be certain in this game, I think. One of them will be a dodgy penalty will be given to one team or another. <laughs> and there will be some talk of someone doing something ungodly in his shed after the game. 
as oh, well. Oh God, that <laughs> the shed. I'm going for four two to Barker. The shed of love. That's the Royal Oak that seems <laughs> that likes to talk about me in my shed, and I'll leave them for, to those thoughts alone. Uh, Russell, what do you think, mate? Uh, this is the only one I kind of had an idea on. Is um, FC Barker lost five two to FC twenty five in preseason. Okay, so they're obviously in our bottom division, so they can't be very good. So I went for Woolwich Royals to win four two. Four two to Woolwich Royals. Uh, interesting, uh, but yeah, Steve will be pleased with that. It's going to be a close game. I, I think it will be a goal either way. Uh, we'll win this game. I can't see it being a draw personally. Uh, Amari back in Barker to win three. Nil, and that's it. That's all the predictions for this week. Uh, sadly, Dan Cavell couldn't join us, and Amari left early, but that's no problem. Thank you, boys, for your time and sticking with the call. Uh, good luck in your own individual games this weekend. I know we're all we're all playing football, or if we're not playing, we'll be watching or taking part in some way. Thank you for your time tonight, boys, and I'll speak to you all next week. I'll see you next week. Thank you, boys. Good night,